As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. The Athletic. Hello, I'm Ian McIntosh, the executive producer of The Daily Football Briefing, a 10-minute podcast that comes in really handy for moments like this. Jurgen Klopp has announced that he will leave Liverpool at the end of the season. So, we thought we'd share this episode with you. Let's get started. Welcome to a special edition of the Daily Football Briefing. I'm Ian McIntosh. We're reacting to the breaking news that Jurgen Klopp is stepping down as Liverpool manager at the end of the season. Joining me now is the Athletics Liverpool reporter, James Pearce. James, we're, we're talking just a matter of minutes after the news broke. Where did that come from? Yeah, an absolute bombshell for, for Liverpool fans everywhere. No one, no one saw this coming, especially in the context of the season Liverpool are having, you know, competing for glory on all four fronts, just off the back of booking their place in the Carabao Cup final, top of the Premier League, last 16 of the Europa, still in the FA Cup. Jurgen Klopp has rebuilt the team um, after the struggles of last season. And I think everyone fully expected him to, to, to fulfil the contract that went on until 2026. Everyone knew this day was going to come eventually, but no one expected it to come quite so soon. We thought he'd cracked it. You know, there's Liverpool 2.0, this completely rebuilt midfield. They've been looking so good of late. Um, He's cited running out of energy uh, as the reason. But, I mean, there hasn't been any visible sign of that, has there? No, there hasn't, um, because I think he has been energised by the arrival of that fresh talent last summer. You know, he rebuilt the midfield. He's given opportunities to so many young players as well. There's been a real freshness and vibrancy to it with Van Dijk taking over the captaincy and Alexander-Arnold stepping up as vice-captain. But, of course, you know, we're not privy to everything that, that goes on with being the life of, of of an elite manager like Jurgen Klopp. And I think he says that, you know, he's the only one that really knows what he's got left in the tank he, he described it as. And he, he feels as if, it wouldn't be the right thing. He he said that he was in meetings in November, starting to plan out pre-season. He said, I suddenly had a thought that I'm not sure I'm going to be around for that. I'm not sure that I've got it in me to go again. And I think, you know, he he just wants to get, put the club in the best possible position to be able to plan. Because I think he said, you know, it would have been easy for him to say, right, let's just see how the next few months go. But that wouldn't have been any use for Liverpool. So, um 
Yeah, it's it's a real shock because you know when you look at where Liverpool were at when Jurgen Klopp came in, I mean they were they were effectively you know outside of the Champions League, scrapping around in mid table after a pretty dismal end to Brendan Rodgers' reign, and then the incredible heights he's taken them to with that Champions League triumph, the first Premier League title for thirty years, three Champions League finals, the domestic cup double, you know it's. Liverpool fans have had the, some of the best days of their lives thanks to Jurgen Klopp. And he, we're talking about probably the most inspirational figure in the club's history since Bill Shankly in terms of what they inherited and what they created. So, um, yeah, it's it's going to take a hell of a lot of getting used to, the idea of Klopp not being at Liverpool. Certainly can't begrudge the man a break. Is, is that what you expect to happen now, a, a, a sabbatical? Yeah, well, he, he said that he will have at least a year off he said he needs to, he feels like he needs to recharge. Um, he also wanted to make it very clear that he will never ever manage another English club. If you ask me, will you ever work as a manager again? I would say now, no. But I don't know, obviously, what, how, how that will feel because I never had the situation. What I know definitely, I will never ever manage a different club in England than Liverpool. 100%. That's not possible. My love for this club, my respect for the people is so big, I couldn't, couldn't for a second think about it. There's no chance. This is part of my life, part of family. We are, we feel home here. There's no chance to do that. It's long been expected that at some point he would manage the Germany national team. Um, whether there'll be a, a club job that comes up that kind of whets his appetite once he's had a proper break, only time will tell. But um, yeah, when you look at his remarkable CV, I think we, we know that he... Jurgen Klopp is not going to be short of job offers if, after some time away from football, he decides that uh, he does want to get back into it. Big question now is where do Liverpool go from here? There's there's still no long-term sporting director. and There are key contracts, uh, Mo Salah, Virgil van Dijk, Trent Alexander-Arnold, all coming up in the next 18 months. It's a big job for whoever comes in. Do we have any idea the list of favourites yet? Well, I think the important thing to say is that the search starts now. I don't think I don't think there's a situation where anyone is is lined up for the job. I think, um, you know, of course, Xabi Alonso would have to be right up there when you look at the the brilliant job he's been doing at Leverkusen. Very close affinity with Liverpool from his from his playing days. Absolutely adored by the fans. And you look at you look at his status in European football at the minute. He would have to be up there. I mean, an interesting one is the fact that. Pep Linders, who has has kind of long since been in the conversation about when 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 thoughts have turned to a potential successor to Klopp, um, he will actually leave the club at the same time as Klopp at the end of the season. So we can discount Pep Linders. Uh, he's got managerial aspirations of his own, but they'll be elsewhere. Peter Krawitz and Vitor Massos, the other coaches, also leaving. So it won't be a case of someone being promoted from within. It will be um, another figure. And of course, you know, Steven Gerrard has been, you know, obviously linked previously. But of, of course, you know, his his status has been dimmed in managerially by you know what happened at Villa and then, you know, currently over in Saudi Arabia. So I think at the, at the minute you'd have to say Zabi Alonso would be the favourite. It's going to be intriguing because it's not just replacing a manager. It's replacing this this massively dominant figure who had such an influence right the way through the club. I mean, you mentioned then about the sporting director, you know, Jurgen Klopp has had, you know, such a huge say in recruitment decisions. And it's, 
So the fact that they've now got to bring in, you know, a, a new sporting director, um, you know, with, with, with Schmadke, his contract coming coming to an end. You you know, you've got a new manager. You've got you know big decisions to make over the futures of Salah, Van Dijk, Alexander Arnold as they enter the, the last eighteen months of their contract. So um, there's a lot of uncertainty, and we all know from looking elsewhere down the East Lanks Road that when when you try and fill the gap of someone who's such a talismanic figure, the danger is there's a massive, massive fall off. And that is the challenge for Liverpool now between here on and, and May to try and put a plan in place to ensure that there isn't a big drop off. James, thank you so much for joining us. We'll let you get on with your writing now. Thank you. Cheers. That was a special episode of the Daily Football Briefing, but we'll be all over this story in the coming days. We'll have a special episode of Walk On, our Liverpool podcast, later today. We'll be digging into this in depth on the Athletic Football Podcast on Monday. And for full written coverage from some of the biggest names in football journalism, make sure to subscribe to The Athletic. If you're not already subscribing, you can sign up for a special discount price of £1.99 or $1.99 a month for 12 months by going to theathletic.com forward slash briefing. Theathletic.com forward slash briefing. I've been Ian McIntosh. Your producer was Mike Stavrou. Additional support came from Ben Green, Adam Jones and Adrian Moorhead. If this was your first time listening... We have a new concise episode every weekday morning, bringing you up to speed on everything in the world of football in just over 10 minutes. So subscribe now. Give us a try next week. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. The Athletic.